Welcome to Building Texas with Justin McKenzie and Summer Babarak. Sponsored by the Bernie Kendall County Economic Development Corporation and Das Greenhouse. And now, here's your host, Justin McKenzie. This is Justin McKenzie, host of Building Texas, where you will get to know the builders, creators, and entrepreneurs serving Bernie and Kendall County. Every week, you'll learn about what's being built so that you can see the vision, find helpful resources, and get involved. We are Building Texas every Saturday morning at 930 right here on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. Welcome back this week. We are going to welcome Amy Story from the Bernie and Kendall County Economic Development Corporation back into the conversation again this week because we really touched the wave tops of Amy's role in Kendall County and the work that she's doing in last week's episode. My goal in this week's episode is to really dive deeper, answer some questions, clear up some misconceptions, and ensure that everyone in Kendall County and everyone listening here has all of the answers or has a path to get the right answer from the right organization and move forward and get involved. We love questions. It's good to be curious, and and I'm going to encourage our listeners to continue to be curious. But Amy, thank you for joining us again today. Thank you for having me. I'm also going to take this opportunity today to introduce the co-host, Summer Babarek. She was on the original conversation, but we didn't go real deep into her background. So I'm thrilled to have Summer as a co-host in this conversation, one, to keep it interesting, but two, she has a deep background in Kendall County and in Texas. So Summer, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, well, my name is Summer Babrick, as you said. I'm a native Texan. I've actually represented this great state nationally in a lot of different capacities uh, as a national rodeo queen, professional athlete, and now as a biotech entrepreneur. And people are always surprised at how different the reality of Texas is from their perceptions. And I think that applies all over, specifically here in Kendall County and Bernie as well. Um, and I'm excited to be here to continue to highlight all the exciting things that my home state and my home county are building and how we're doing it and how we're doing it differently. Well, I'm thrilled to have you here co-hosting Building Texas with me today. And you're listening to Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And we're going to start the conversation with Amy or restart the conversation with Amy. So last week we talked about what the EDC does and, and the role Amy has as a connector. So as we've built out projects, can we talk a little bit about project history what type of projects you have on the docket today, and how does that influence and, and really help Kendall County win in our regional conversation? Sure. Happy to talk more about projects. You know, we, uh, again, referring back to our strategic plan, when we refined that plan, we targeted five specific industries, and those are because they're industries where we can be competitive. Um, we may already have existing businesses in those industries in our community. So we're really targeted. We are not a one-size-fits-all community. Not every business is necessarily a fit for Kendall County, and we're very aware of that. So our five target industries are biosciences and pharmaceuticals, agritech, design, build, and professional services, uh, advanced manufacturing, and then the fun one, breweries, wineries, and distilleries, which I think we're doing a pretty good job seeing uh, that, that industry flourish here in Kendall County. So that's a wide variety of industries, and they all have a different impact on the county, whether it's the workforce element, which we'll talk more about, the water, which is a big conversation. What else goes into deciding this is a fit for Kendall County? Absolutely. Our strategy clearly identifies these targets for a variety of reasons. Um, we recognize that we have limited resources, so we, we automatically will disqualify a project that, uh, from pursuing a project because they are a high water user or high 
a natural resource user or they require a footprint that is not accommodate we can't accommodate in the county so there are filters that um, we look at when we uh, talk about attracting specific businesses all of the five target industries really are good primary job creators they create high-paying jobs, which will allow people to both live and work here in Kendall County, which we think is important. There are filters and considerations that go in. So when I say that we're not a a one-size-fits-all community, I mean that. Um, A lot of people talk about big box retail and, you know, academies coming or targets coming, all of these, these rumors that circulate in the community. And I will say that retail is not one of our targets. Um, Retail tends to come as the population comes. So when we reach a certain population threshold, Another layer of retail will start looking at our community, and and those will happen organically. So it's really not wise for us to spend our limited resources pursuing something that will come on its own. And when you say you're going to pursue a project, can you help me understand? Obviously, you have filters that you look through before you decide that. But what does that mean when you decide, yes, this is a fit for Burning Kendall County. We're going to pursue this project. What does that mean? Absolutely. I'm glad you asked that question. So we receive a lot of leads, whether it's through the governor's office, whether it's through lead partnerships that we have. And so we'll receive these project leads and it will list the requirements of the business, you know, what their space, acreage, whether they want to build or they need an existing building, what their water usage would be, what their electric usage would be. And we've had projects that would use um, the electricity that the entire city of Bernie would use. So obviously that's not a realistic project. Um, When it's an excessive water user, even a, you know, medium to large water user, we simply don't um, submit for those projects. In other words, provide options for those companies to look at our community. So that's sort of the first line of, of how leads come in. So we look at those, and if it's, again, something that's not a fit for us, we simply don't pursue it. You're listening to Building Texas on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM, and we're having a conversation or continuing a conversation with Amy Story about Bernie Kendall County Economic Development Corporation. So, Amy, you mentioned a couple of times the strategic plan. And that is really your guiding document or guiding principle for who we're trying to attract, but I also think who we're trying to retain as a business. Tell me more about the strategic plan, who helped develop it, who has a say in it. Where does that come from? Well, we were fortunate to engage the resources of IC Squared Institute, which is um, through the University of Texas at Austin. Um, This was a connection that our former mayor, Tim Handron, Uh, had as well as us at the EDC and they provide tremendous resources all at no cost to us. A number of stakeholders, uh, we had roundtables, we had community representatives, government representatives, um, experts within the particular topics including um, people in the environmental world uh, talking about what is what does the future look like for Kendall County and what considerations do we need to take uh, as, as we look at what our future roadmap looks like. And Justin, you mentioned that that strategic plan is kind of our guide. It is our roadmap. And so year by year, um, our organization is judged by how well we're meeting those goals and are we uh, advancing uh, those goals and, and working to achieve what we all agreed we want to see for the, for the community in the future. Could you talk a little bit about, you know, We've heard things aren't a fit. We've kind of now a little bit touched on how you pursue a project. Can you talk about a project that you all pursued that was a success in the community that you were able to bring in? Sure. I mean, we've we've had, excuse me, a number of projects that we're very proud to have located here. Um, you know, we, we tend to see small to mid-size opportunities. Um, I, I will say our largest 
project would be the one uh, out in Comfort. It would be the location of O.W. Lee, which happened during COVID. Um, they relocated here uh, and found a, a facility and brought a number of jobs. Um, so that would that would be probably one of our biggest projects. Um, we've also worked uh, with Baptist Healthcare to pursue the the hospital here in Kendall County. So those are some of the bigger ones, but there there are also smaller ones. I mean, we've helped mom and pop people get get started here and find a location here. So. Um, you know, the, the range of projects really varies. Um, we've seen a number of uh, headquarter projects, so smaller footprint headquarter projects, which we love to see because those bring high-paying jobs, um, good opportunities uh, for expansion. And so that's, awesome. that's kind of uh, typical of the range we've got right now. Every month we break down uh, by industry the projects that are on our active project list, and right now we've got around 40 Oh wow! Um, which is a very healthy list, and and again, different different sizes, different industries. Um, so that's that's pretty typical um, for our project load. Awesome! How can people get involved um, with the Bernie Kendall County Economic <laughs> Development Corporation? I think I nailed that one. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, reach out to us. Um, we are a membership organization. Uh, again, we are fun- funded by the city of Bernie Kendall County and over 80 private businesses, but we enjoy hearing from the community. We are, uh, you know, an open door. If somebody has questions or concerns or they've heard something about a project, um, whatever we can share, I mean, pick up the phone and call us. I mean, we're, we're here. We're happy to talk to anybody. Um, you know, we do industry roundtables. That's one way that people could plug in. If they've got business that questions about our doors open. Awesome. And when you talk about, you know, bringing these companies in, obviously there's a benefit. You talked about, you know, creating the jobs and being able to work and uh, live in Kendall County. Broader than than just that, what else kind or what other kind of benefits come into the county because of that work? Well, uh, you know, when you look at economic development and what is the benefit to the community to have an economic development plan in place, the single biggest thing I would say is it, it, is a vehicle to diversify the tax base. We all know property taxes in Kendall County are, are high and seem to be getting higher. And uh, rather than having the tax burden squarely on the shoulders of property owners, this spreads out the tax burden to businesses that contribute to the bottom line and allow us to get nice things in the community, whether it's roads or parks or whatever the case may be. So it's, it's important to note that there is an economic benefit for everyone by having a vibrant business community. Awesome. I don't think I would have put that together, that bringing in the businesses would help with property taxes. I apologize. Well, it's a great point, and I'm glad you brought it up because I saw a leader in our community in the last week make a comparison of Bee Cave. Uh, Bee Cave, Texas, really has low property tax. So I think we need to look and say, is it more houses or is it more headquarters? And headquarters are interesting, and maybe you can help me understand with the tax base, if a company's headquartered here, what does that mean for our tax base if they're selling nationally? Well, d- right. Depending on the nature of the business, if they're headquartered here, a lot of that tax money will flow back into our community. So designating this as a headquarters is a, is a great uh, type of project to have in our community. Again, it's a smaller footprint typically. Uh, they're not building five-story office buildings. These are generally five to 10,000 square foot uh, projects, which we have in our community and have available. So um, that, that's a great type of project, again, from a job standpoint and from a uh, bringing in revenue to our community. And, and I think as we talk about diversis, 
diversifying the tax base. It takes me back to your three-legged stool of economic development. Can you remind the the listener about what is the three legs and, and how do we look at ensuring it is a diverse economy here? Sure. Well, you know, business attraction is one leg of it. And again, with, with the growing population, we want to see the, the business community grow as well. Um, that, so that's an important element. The second one would be business retention and, and expansion, um, BRE for short. And BRE is important because most of the new jobs that are created come from existing businesses. So making sure that our business community is healthy, that they are thriving, that they are expanding is is a key uh, factor for us in terms of a, a, a diverse and stable economic future. And then entrepreneurship, that's something that we've talked about in detail, and I hope we continue to talk about because it's a very important aspect of what we do. Um, this is an entrepreneurial community. I mean, most of these uh, businesses here were started by people and they've stayed and expanded. And so we want to make sure that this continues to be a place that promotes entrepreneurs and supports founders. And so uh, that's that's the third critical part of economic development is a three-legged stool. You're listening to Building Texas on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. We're welcoming Amy Story from the Bernie Kendall County Economic Development Corporation to come back into the studio and talk about the finer details of economic development. After the break, we're going to dive deeper into the three-legged stools and, and how we're really retaining businesses that are already here and growing the right businesses in the future. This is Justin McKenzie from Building Texas. Today's segment is brought to you by Das Greenhouse. Das Greenhouse is a business incubator launched here in Bernie to serve our local community. Das Greenhouse is a place where you can come to grow your idea. Our goal is to make Bernie accessible to people who are looking to grow a business, expand a business, or learn more about what's out there in their community and get involved. Visit us at dasgreenhouse.org or come by and visit us at 7 Upper Balconies Creek, Bernie, Texas. Welcome back. My name's Justin McKenzie. And I'm Summer Babrick. And we're talking to Amy Story from the Bernie Kendall County Economic Development Corporation and learning more about how she's building Texas at a local level and really focusing on how we're retaining businesses here in Kendall County, attracting the right businesses for Kendall County, and then entrepreneurs. And let's pick up on the entrepreneurial element. One of the big projects of this year has been launching Dust Greenhouse. And there's a lot of misconception about what Das Greenhouse is. I, I've heard a number of questions that are worth noting, and, and it's why I, I'm excited to have you on the radio today to help clarify some of those questions. So let's start with Das Greenhouse is a business incubator and a space for entrepreneurs to land in Kendall County. From there, what is your expectation? What does Das Greenhouse do for that founder that lands at Das Greenhouse. Sure. Well, let me let me start by saying that Das Greenhouse is an option in the community that's open to anyone who has an idea, a vision, a business that they want to launch. So it is open to any member of our community. Um, we look at the business and we sit down and we have a conversation. They kind of self-assess, fill out a questionnaire about what their business is, what they're doing, what they would like to do. And then we have a conversation. Is this a space that can benefit them? Because ultimately the goal is is to help this company go to the next step. Um, so we have a conversation. And if, if it's a fit, if, it, if it's something that uh, they can receive benefit from, they can move into the space. Now they could have a dedicated office if, if that's their need. Or we have non-reserved 
open space that if they just need a place to land, access to a conference room to host meetings, whether they're trying to raise money or have a board meeting, uh, whatever the case may be, it's space that they can use to fit their business needs. In addition to that, we have a mentorship plan. We have a tremendously experienced uh, business community here, folks who are still working uh, with very high-powered careers and people who are retired with significant experience um, in their respective industries. And so what we do is look to connect those mentors with these businesses and find someone that can help them avoid pitfalls that that maybe the mentor has experienced along the way. So uh, making that connection is very important. And then we've got um, educational offerings. So, you know, maybe they've got a, a wonderful technology idea, but they don't know anything about how to market it or how to drive sales or what legal requirements are, are exist for hiring employees or for um, contracts. So we look at what the gaps are and we try to fill in those gaps. And the, ho- the hope is that once this company leaves the incubator, and, and I should say that the, the expected time of a company in the incubator is anywhere from 12 to 18 months as a general rule, at the end of that 18-month period, they're in a better place, and they are able to go out and plant themselves in our business community. And the Economic Development Corporation will be there to help them in their, in their search for a permanent home. So making those connections, having the resources that are offered through DOS Greenhouse, um, that's really intended to make the connections deeper to our community and um, increase the likelihood that they will stay and grow here in Kendall County. So just to be clear, um, and I'm bringing in because I'm I'm an entrepreneur as well, and I have a startup that's in biotech. Now we're a little further down the road, um, but what I wanted to point out here is, just to be clear, when you're talking about the resources that are available to the entrepreneurs, and then you mentioned, you know, whether that entrepreneur was trying to raise money or whatever, those two things don't overlap at DOS Greenhouse. Is that correct? You're giving them a location but a res- and resources in terms of education. That's correct. But funding is not part of what DOS Greenhouse is doing right now. DOS, Gre- DOS Greenhouse does not provide any funding to the businesses that participate in the incubator. There is no uh, financial component of that. We are simply there to provide resources. We can make connections, and that's something that I think uh, makes our space attractive. I mean, we've talked about the Bernie Kendall County Angel Network, of which Justin's the executive director of that organization, and that is a source, a potential source of capital for these startups. So those are connections that we make, and again, we talked about the EDC as a connector. I really see DOS Greenhouse in a similar role. So Mm -hmm. we provide the resources that they need, but no. Absolutely not. There is no direct funding that goes to any of these businesses. Okay. And I think it's really important with, you know, talking about your strategic plan and looking to have more headquarters. You know, from my experience as an entrepreneur, and granted, I'm in life sciences, but biosciences is one of the areas that that Kendall County is targeting according to that strategic plan. When you start that company, very, very early days, you know, it is okay to be out of your house and working and the, you know, if you will, the fantasy of being the garage founder, which is, you know, a little outdated, but that's okay. Um, It is very early days that you're able to work out of your house. But once you do become more serious and that idea matures a bit and you have co-founders and you are trying to get some funding, resources like Das Greenhouse are critical 
You cannot have a meeting with investors in your living room. You cannot, you know, have a team get together in your backyard if it's for anything other than just a barbecue and a good time. So having that space available to local entrepreneurs really does give them a place to land, sort of like uh, a co-working space on steroids because of the additional resources there. So I know that this is your passion project and not mine, but as a, a entrepreneur who's taken from very, very early pre-seed stage through seed stage, it's critical to have that place because that's one of the first things that founding team starts to look for is where can we get together? Where can we, for lack of a better term, peacock who we are a bit so that we look you know, bigger than we are and are able to get the attraction of or able to get the attention of investors, which also brings money into the community from outside of the community. It's great to have a local funding source, but, you know, attracting that sort of attention, it's critical to have a space where you can have your corporate headquarters. I will say our very first tenant, the first week that they were in the space, they had um, tire team come meet in that space. They had potential investors come And it really gave them a sense of legitimacy that here we have a space, we've got rooms where we can have meetings, we can get things done. And yes, and there's no shame in starting in a garage, but at some point, having that professional feel and having those resources makes a difference. Um, I I also uh, wanted to mention that the spaces that we have, we have a training room, we have a conference room, those spaces are available for anyone in the community to use. If you've got a business where you need to uh, gather a group of people to have a meeting or a board meeting. Um, those, those spaces are available to anyone in the community to rent. Thank you for joining us this morning on Building Texas. We're having a conversation with Amy Story about the Economic Development Corporation in Bernie and Kendall County. Co-host Summer Babarek is joining us today as well to really help round out the conversation about what where Amy's building, what the EDC's role locally is, and how does it really make a difference in building Texas. So taking it back to economic development and, and how we're really growing and building Kendall County, Doss Greenhouse serves that third stool that was not there previously. So when we had founders wanting to move their headquarters here, when we had companies or really talented individuals coming out of our school system or coming out of retirement to start their next career. They didn't have resources. So I'm, I'm very proud of what Das Greenhouse has become, what we're already seeing in the first month be, and the purposeful collisions that happen in a space like that between founders, investors, community stakeholders. So dasgreenhouse.org is a great place to get more information. And to our German heritage, it is Das Green, G-R-E-E-N-H-A-U-S dot org. And we'd welcome anybody to come out and take a look at it. I want to transition the conversation a little bit into highlighting why we're created Building Texas. So as we wrap up our show, I I want to acknowledge Baron and and say thank you for everything Bernie Radio does for our community. And and I admire his hustle. If you know Baron or if you've been in the community, you've seen Baron. And he is always trying to make Bernie visible in a really bright way. And this platform for Building Texas will continue to allow us to talk about what's going on. But I think more importantly, clarify what's going on. 
I echo Justin's sentiments that we appreciate being able to have these deeper conversations on Bernie Radio because there is a lot going on in our community, and this is a great place to live. It's a great place to do business. We have a tremendous quality of life. It's a vibrant community, and so this platform allows us to share a lot of the good things that are happening in this community. I mean, I think sometimes it's easy to get bogged down in negative thoughts, but there's a lot of good happening, and so I appreciate being able to share these stories here on Bernie Radio. So for our listeners, how do they get involved with your projects? How do they see it? And and I I can't miss the opportunity to say my favorite thing on your website, which is bkcedc.com, is the data. I have been in Bernie for a long time, and when I looked at the data, there were things that surprised me. Median age, median income, house prices. You can really get some clarity in the challenges of economic development in our community when you look at that data. So I'd encourage everybody to look at it. Baron, thank you for this platform and what you're doing here. Bernie Radio continues to be a bright spot in driving more conversation and giving more clarity. You're listening to Building Texas on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. My name's Justin McKenzie. I'm Summer Babrick. And we are thrilled to have you joining us today, learning more about the EDC. We look forward to talking to everyone next week as we welcome Ben Thatcher, Bernie's city manager, to the conversation. And we're going to learn a lot about the master plan. Every week you'll learn more about what's being built so that you can understand the vision, find helpful resources, and know how to get involved. Take the opportunity today to reach out to Amy at the Economic Development Corporation and learn more about how we're going out and talking about our community in a broader conversation. This is Building Texas, where we sit down with the most interesting people who are making an impact locally and statewide. Join us every Saturday at 930 right here on Bernie Radio. This is Justin McKenzie from Building Texas. Today's segment is brought to you by Das Greenhouse. Das Greenhouse is a business incubator launched here in Bernie to serve our local community. Das Greenhouse is a place where you can come to grow your idea. Our goal is to make Bernie accessible to people who are looking to grow a business, expand a business, or learn more about what's out there in their community and get involved. Visit us at dasgreenhouse.org or come by and visit us at 7 Upper Balconies Creek, Bernie, Texas. Let's head over to the Patrick Heath Public Library with Miss Constance for Children's Story Time. As the Patrick Heath Library is open today from 10 to 4, this is Bernie Radio.